This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday week. Grab a pint, get comfy, and enjoy the show. This meeting is being recorded. Well, that's nice, isn't it? All right, then, good evening and welcome to the Wednesday week. My name is Dan Fudge, or should I start with, Ow, how am I looking? I'm looking nice. You see, that's a Red Dwarf reference. You didn't think I weren't going to get away with that, did you? Uh, good evening and welcome to the Wednesday week. My name is Dan Fudge and we've got Simon, Stevie and Ben. I can hear myself in the background. Who's got me too loud? I've got my big showbiz voice on. Can you hear me? No. Yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, never mind then. Hey, we're just going to leave these books. Oh, you sound it? amazing. I know. I, I say that to myself every week when I listen to myself driving down the road. So on a week where we've made two inverted corner signings, uh, we've got two new faces through the door. But lads, we've got to talk about Oxford United. I believe three new faces. Oh, shit. Oh, did we not talk about uh, turn around, look at what you see? That was uh, that was Jordan's story. It was good, wasn't it? Did we hey? do it last week? I don't know. We do I don't know. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? I've not got him ready because I thought we talked about him last week, but we'll see how it goes anyway, lads. Are you all right? Anyway, but first up, first up, we've got to talk about uh, Sammy Winnell. Uh, just to coin a phrase. I couldn't find that video for Love and the Money. I don't know if you know which one I mean. Uh, we've got to talk about Oxford United. We've got to talk about Barry Bannon getting on the score sheet again. Uh, we've got to talk about if you could see what I could see when I'm Jordan Windass. Not Jordan. Josh. <laughs> Jordan Windass. That's his cousin. Um, I was talking to him about his cousin, Josh. Uh, <laughs> well, this word Dean. You know me calling Dean. Yeah, I know. I've done really well. I, I, what it was, I was sat there thinking, right, it begins with J. Don't say Dean. Don't say Dean. I'm going to pump for Jordan. Uh, there's John, Jules, Jordan and Josh all flying around in the uh, in this last five minutes. So, I know. I'm annoying. I'm doing my own head in. Right then, Ben, talk to me. Barry Bannon got an opener. We're playing Oxford. Big... What, what would you say? Six pointer. We just we decided to call it last week. Are we still? Uh, you know, tell me how it went. Um, well, after my look we away games, I didn't go. Um, which we, were, you know, sort of regretting it really at first half. We seemed to play quite well. I think you went Simon. We seemed to sound like we were 
majorly on top. Probably should have had a penalty after going one 0 up as well. It did look like a penalty to be honest. Um, and yeah, we, we took lead, really good goal. Uh, up pr- probably what goal at season contenders, um, like in terms of build up and stuff. And yeah, on top and probably should have made it two, maybe three, and that had you know. Had the game going a different way to what it ended up going, and then what what tends to happen we we all see we throw it away, don't we? Throw it away. <laughs> it's like we've never done it before, Stevie. Now come on, we went in front twice. Surely we should have just put it to bloody bed. It's Oxford United for God's sake. Um, I've, I've said several times this season. I think Oxford uh, are probably one of, if not the best side that I've seen at Oldsborough this year. I thought they were better than Plymouth when Plymouth came in the FA Cup. Um, I, I, I thought they, they they got off the bus at quarter past two and just absolutely steamrolled as three o'clock onwards. They just absolutely came at us and they were they, they, they were great. I thought I thought we started all right. I thought we were we were the better side once the game settled. You know, you get that first sort of five, ten minutes or so the, the game settled. I thought we were we were valued for going in front. Um a little bit frustrated, if I'm honest with you, with the goals that we conceded. Um, I think we've conceded soft goals on Saturday. Um, I remember us sitting here last week. We were on last week, weren't we, Dan? And I said, given all the positivity that we were feeling after the win previously, um, I'd have took a draw on Saturday. I, I, I did say that. Um, I think, you know, at half time, it was interesting at half time. The, the, the general vibe, and again, goes to the point how fickle we are, the, the general vibe on Twitter was, oh, we're doing all right here. And like Ben said, and you've just suggested we should be putting the team to bed and, you know, the, the game to bed and we should be we, we should be two, three goals in front. It was a penalty, by the way, absolutely a penalty. Um, but if you look at the stats at half time, it was a fairly even game in terms of territory, possession, chances met, created. I don't know if the previous game has just sort of played into the fact that we were feeling a little bit more positive. Um, I do think on the whole that we were possibly unlucky to lose the game in terms of balance of play, but the goals we conceded were just shit. They were just <laughs> awful. awful um, the, the, I mean, the first one, and I, I know bit, Marvin Johnson's turned it around a little bit in terms of with probably more going forward from the back, but He's been beaten by one of the smallest strikers in the league. Good striker, but one of the smaller ones in the league. But we, we, a ball into the box that should just be his. There should be no question about it's it. A ball like that as a centre-half, and this is it, I've been, I think out of a lot of us, I think I've been one of the ones that has said Johnson has, 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 has done really well and settled in. And I, I, I was giving him some credit last week. I thought he, he's been playing really, really well after a bit of a dip in form. Last Saturday, the first goal proved that if you come up in against a decent centre-half that wants to win a 50-50 in the air, Marvin Johnson ain't a centre-half. Um, I think when the, the he can turn the ball around. I think we can play out from the back with him. I think ball at his feet. I think, you know, linking play and joining up and overlapping, which he started doing over the last few weeks, getting down the uh, the, the that sort of wing-back and playing as a... Uh, so overlapping the wing-back and, play, wing back and playing as that sort of overlapping player. I think he does that great. But when he's got to sort of roll his sleeves up and go physical against the centre forward, he's going to get found out. And I think Saturday proved that. Um, that was the first goal. I think the second goal um, was clumsy as hell. The, the, the equaliser, we've just scored. Um, they've kicked off. Windass has gone and pressed the ball. They've launched the ball, what seemed like 60, 70 yards. It's gone over the top. 
Um, all manner, absolute manner of errors there. Palmer was too high, I'll call it. Palmer was too high out of the back three. Um, he was five yards in front of the other two centre-halves. On another day, I'd say Palmer was in the right position. The other two were too deep. Like, um, but, you, you know, he, he, the, the position of the back three was wrong. Um, I thought FDB pulled out of the challenge that he could have put his foot in. And, and having looked back and had a look at it again, he sort of pulled away from it, which has allowed them to maintain possession of the ball. Ball's bounced through, and then it's just ricocheted one after the other. And nobody's actually dealt with it. And it's, it's that old cliche of you have to be be switched on when you've just scored because it's the most it's the time where you're most susceptible to conceding again. And literally from kickoff to that, what we're talking less than thirty seconds. Mm. Um, we were on a delay. Myself and Vic were on a delay because we weren't there. We were watching the we were watching the game. Obviously, Ash is there, and Ash is dead dead active on the uh, on the group, and he's going, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he went, "Yeah." Shit. We, we we were typing, "Get in there, Windass." We were three two. It was two all. <laughs> I tell you what, it reminded me of Simon going back back to uh, Snickers was Opal Fruits days. Um, I don't remember we had a, a cup game away at uh, away at Watford, and um, I think Alex Anderson scored a header in front of the Wednesday fans back back in back in the day. And then as we we were still celebrating, and Mark Kennedy spanked one in for about thirty yards into the bottom oh, beans on yeah. toast. I don't, it reminded me of that. You know, you go, yay! Oh, all right, back back where we were then, lads. You know <laughs> what I mean? What did you make of it, Si? Um, I was there. Um, I was. We obviously walked into the game on the back of last week's result, and when we scored, I think we had uh, we were had a swagger about us, which looked like the, the Plymouth swagger we had at points. But I think that had gone to the players' heads, and there were times where we should have pulled the trigger and we didn't pull the trigger, and we were trying to walk the ball into the back of the net. And very much in the second half, we're very much like that as well. It was almost like we. We deserve to win this. We're going to win this. It's not an issue. And 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 the first half, up to the equaliser, you're just thinking, yeah, we're going to win there. And the fans were the same as well. He changed their manager, changed it in the second half. They had this big lad at, at the back, this number five. He was about seven foot eight. And they brought him off. And I think they went to a more of a, a three at the back and threw the wingers in a lot more. And we couldn't cope with that in the second half. We couldn't cope with that at all. And they were having a torrid, we had a torrid time in the second half. Um, the goal was a well-taken goal. And if we'd had a chance to actually enjoy it, it would have been nice. But again, frailties at the back. Um, and then he brought Brown on and the rest is history. He's just garbage. I was hoping I'd never see him in a Wednesday shirt after the Hartlepool game. And unfortunately, now I have, again. It doesn't add anything to the side. I think more should have... Um, when, when they changed it, and it was obvious in the second half, the way they changed the formation in the second half, because we were running them ragged uh, in the first game, first half. Um, and they changed the formation, all the tactics of how they were playing. And we just carried on. We just carried on. We didn't do anything in our team to sort of try and nullify the threat at all. And to bring Brown on, that was just just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. He was at fault um, for the goal, for the yeah. win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was marking win Sammy Wynn will score one goal this season and it's against us on Saturday. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I mean, Sammy Wynn, you've fair play to him, you know. He plays against uh, plays against Barnsley, scores against them, plays against us, scores against... He, he can retire now, he's all right. You know, right. You know what, mate? He, he didn't... He didn't. It was at the far side from us anyway, so he didn't celebrate like he did for Wednesday in front of Barnsley fans. There were none of that. 
And you know, in, in actually, when 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 the game finished, he came over and he was actually applauding the Wednesday fans, not not the Oxford fans. Right. You know, hats off to him. He was getting a bit of slaver from the fans, but um, what I noticed afterwards was the 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 apathy amongst the fans. Which what, we, just like yeah, yeah. You know, when we went to Wimbledon and we drew that game, and it was proper. Really, really, you know, there was some anger there, wasn't there, at that game mm. that you and I went A man to. kicked, a man punched a bin and it had been raining and the puddle on the bin hit him square in the mouth. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I was, I found that quite funny. It, it was, so for example, they got the, the winner and this kid ran out from their home end behind their goal and ran the full length of the pitch to us, right, to the Wednesday fans. And... Most games nowadays, there would have been three or four Wednesday fans on that pitch trying to knock his head off. And <laughs> nobody moved. Everybody just, yeah. nobody moved. Nobody was bothered. Nobody was interested. He, he obviously got shouted at, but nobody was interested. And that, that was the sort of thing, not that I suggest that anybody should go on the pitch and lamp somebody, but at the end of the day, there was about as much passion in, in the terrace as there was on the pitch. And I think Wednesday fans have just gone, you know what? It's what happens. Do you think, sorry, do you think that, and I'm play devil's advocate, do you think that that's because of the manner of the performance? And I know it's a cliche, and I'll probably get shot down for this. I know it's a cliche. If we lose them with shit, we lose them with but, shit. But we didn't we actually play that badly. I thought we were shit. The goals we, con- the, the goals we conceded were poor, but... We, we were poor in the second half. We were very poor in the second half. The first half lost. The first half, and in a way, I think we were a bit shell shocked that we did lose it after that first half performance. But we should have been two or three now up at, at half time. No, there was a definite pen. Definite pen. You're absolutely right. It was a definite pen. We didn't take put our chances away, and we were trying to play nicey nicey tippy tappy football. My dad used to call it. It was just you know just swing a leg at it. I was interested. Pato came on and he wasn't interested, and it just, it just, you could see it was coming. You could see it was coming. I think, I think the apathy is because we've done this so many times now this season that that we we, we've got a a side that we keep saying should be should be too good. Yet it keeps throwing points away. It keeps drawing games. I think my dad said, well, we wouldn't even be happy with drawing this game. No, because if you are getting playoffs, you now need to be winning these games. We're, yeah. we're into New Year. These, the, you know, t- tables took shape and you are where you are for a reason now. It's not It's not like, oh, you've had a slow start or anything. This is as good as what we are. And I think the, yeah. the apathy is because of that and because of the, 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 the good start we had in the first month and the... You can't say that Darren Moore hasn't brought good players into the club because he has. The signings he made have been good players. But but a lot of them haven't worked. And I think people are just like you say, it's 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 just what it's just our Wednesday are now. That's how it, that's how it feels. I t- listen to, honestly, you're all just bumming me out, lads. Like, you know what I mean? And and that's that's exactly your point. Like there's there's an apathy there. There's very much a yeah. Yeah, I mean that shirt behind you, Ben, the typical Wednesday one. You know, when it yeah. came out, I was like, fucking Pete McKee, that's a bit bit snidey, isn't it? You know what I mean? Having a dig at the club he pro- pro- professes to love. And then now I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it why he's done it. Like, you know what I mean? I can completely understand it. Uh, Jordan Thorne will be playing against us as well. And now, I, from what I remember, we're not, he's back, he's above us in the league, isn't he now? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Now, uh, let's get on to more pressing matters because that just bummed me out, lads. But I'm, I've, yeah. I'm glad we've got it out the road. It's done. You know what I mean? Let's let's get it out the road. So we'll come first to um, story. Story. Who wants to talk about the story? <laughs> Go on, Steve. Tell, tell me some things that you might or might not know. I don't know much, to be honest. Uh, uh, the three signings, we, we, we're going to have to flub this out because I don't actually know a great deal about any of them. Um, I, you, you know, you do your little bit in the, in the 10 minutes I've had to, between getting home from, from the gym. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, gym slash pop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not tonight. Um, he's, he, he's, he's been a fairly regular starter for uh, Preston in the last sort of few years. I think mm-hmm. he's played 28 games... 10 games, 29 games in the last three seasons, and then 17 games this season up until Ryan Lowe came in, and Lowe's just not giving him a, a look in. Mm. So you wonder what the issue is there as, as, as Lowe coming and gone, you're not my type of player. I don't know if there's any previous or anything like that. Um, I'm not really fussed. I think having seen the little bits on socials um, of the two centre halves that we've signed um, in the last week, he seems to be the one that comes with a, a, a little bit of a a better reputation, pedigree, and more credence. If you like, I was going. I was going to say when you uh, when you look when we see that Spencer signed a player, you go back to some of the old tweets and all the rest of it, search his name yeah. in there, and you go, yeah. "Oh God!" Like the, the other <laughs> the other two did not come highly recommended, did they? But Jordan Story out the three has been has been one that's got a decent bit of a write up. You know what I mean? Um, I'm excited about it. You're right. I'd love to see what went off between him and Ryan Lowe. And, and you know, Ryan Lowe plays a certain style of football and yeah. we play a different one. You know, we play one that can't hold the lead. You know what I mean? We shit yeah, a dog walking. Absolutely. absolutely. I, I, I do wonder. I mean, I don't know. I, I won't profess to know whether he's a left-sided player, right-sided player. I don't know what the plan is. We've, we brought two centre-halves in there. Um, one of the one of the local journals, it might have been Joe, um, has counted the number of defenders, the centre halves that we've got. I think it's about eight or nine that we've now got on the books, including Iorpa and Dunkley. Yeah. Um, he didn't include Johnson. He didn't include Palmer. Um, and you know, they're, they're they're conversations for another time. But we we've got plenty of coverage now in the back three. It's going to be interesting to see of the two lads that have signed, who goes in, who drops out. Um, is he going to play Hutch in the middle of those two? I know that I've seen some clamour for um, going back to a back four with Hutch and Dean in there, which I think is strange considering we've signed Story. Um, I don't think he's going to change formation. I don't. Um, it's just going to be interesting to see what happens next. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is he going to change formation? Is, is he going to? Is he going to look at changing? Because you you can't you can't drop Palmer on his form, can you? You you, you can't drop Hunt on his form. So, so then you've got the and and really, can you drop Hutch on his on his form? So, so where do these guys? But we need centre backs. So well, I, I to that point, Simon. I think we've seen the best, and we mentioned it last week about Hunt. And I can remember Vic saying Hunt was he's far too good for this league. And based on that position of playing wing back, the quality of delivery that he's got in the minute, and you know, all piss taken aside. Him and Palmer have created a relationship at the moment. Absolutely. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. So, you know, you get you get your standoff old old sort of Twitter guys that Dan's mentioned in the past that we're still living in a world where in 
2015, Liam Palmer was second best to Jack Hunt at right back and we sent him out alone and he weren't good enough and this, that and the other. You can argue whether or not he's found his level in League One. I'm still a proponent of the fact that he's a better player having played international football. Um, mm. I stand by that. Um, I don't think he's somebody that you should be dropping, but that means yeah, uh, if you've yeah. got Palmer in there, you've got Hutch in there, we've signed Story. We've got Dunkley coming back in. We've got Iorfa to come back in. We've got Brennan that nobody's mentioned. Um, you know, but, but what, is what's this the plan a, next? Is this an indication that maybe Dunkley and Iorfa are out for a lot longer than we think, than we know? Possibly, possibly. And, and, and I agree entirely. You, you first, I would say your first two or three names on the sheet are Palmer, Hunt and, and um, Luongo. Um, so, so he, Not necessarily he in that order. order. We've not we've not spoken about Luongo, but Luongo got into despite the fact that we that we lost, he got into team of the week again. Yeah, he just, he just looks an absolute different class. I'm pretty sure if Ash pulls his shirt up, he's got a big face, a face of Mr. Luongo <laughs> on his chest, like you know what I mean, like that scene out of Alan Partridge. Now we also uh, in terms in terms of what you're saying about the formation, lads. Uh, I don't think he would change formation because I don't think we have an issue playing however you want to say it, five at the back, for example, or, you know, three and two wing backs and all the rest of it. We've got no issue, and we haven't had much of an issue scoring goals. It's letting them in at the back. Yeah. Now, if we can change up that back three, for a, the, the back middle three, as it were, to uh, to win Edders and not let Sammy win all in, like that kid did at Barnsley, um, the, there is, there's an opportunity there where we can start stop conceding these stupid, shitty goals. Like, you look at what we've conceded since uh, Sunderland away. So what was it? Five at Sunderland. How many was it at Shrewsbury? One. One, one. Shrewsbury. Two against, two against Plymouth. Mm. Three, and then three, three against three them. That's, that's, we're shipping, that's shipping goals. It is. And, and we're supposed to be playing what you would on footy manager call 5-3-2. I get that the other two are wing backs. Don't get me wrong, but they need to start chipping in with some uh, with some defensive work. You know yeah, what I mean? That that's the reality of playing a, a right back and a, a a left midfielder. Yeah, as two of your centre half. Yes, you, yeah. you are going to be probably better going forward, but it, it's going to leave you leave you lightweight at, at the back. And, and I, I'm perfectly happy with keeping Palmer as a right side of centre half. I don't think that is the problem. It's 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 square square pegs in round holes when you've got yeah. Marvin Johnson there. Really. Well, this is it. So so let's move on here. So we took on uh, Tyrese John Jules. Um, he's a striker that didn't score any goals for Blackpool. I, he must have some kind of discernible quality that that Darren Moore likes. You know, I can't. You can't really. You know, he's come from the Arsenal Academy, and there is this perception that people um, who are brought up around quality play a different game of football and if you look down at League One and League Two there's a lot of players who are perceived to have that ability some go on to be great players some can't get out of the EFL you know what I mean um, is anybody overexcited about this this signing or do you reckon it's just going to be one for numbers I don't think it can be much worse than Berahinia really you know he's another option isn't he? I suppose it's just bringing him on that's how I see it, if I'm honest. Another player who's, oh, I think to myself, why do we give him the shirt? Um, question mark, could somebody be leaving? No yeah. idea. No idea. We thought we had Bailey Peacock Farrell all season, and then in January, we, we, we were trying to literally discuss yeah. whether we still had him or not. And then the other one for me, right, so the other signing for me, Harley Dean. Now, when Brentford got him, 
back in, uh, oh, well, gosh, how long, how long are we going back now? Just going to have a quick look. Just have a quick look. Uh, five years, about 2017. He started at Brentford, didn't he? Yeah. So when he was at Brentford, I thought, this kid's a shit kicker. I really like him. Uh, this is going to sound mental. Uh, uh, Eastley FC played them in the cup and Eastley got battered something like 5 1. And uh, he was brilliant. Like, really very good. I think that was the game I watched. You know, I'm an old man now. I don't care. Not off the feedback. But anyway, there was a couple of times I saw him and I went, I like him. I like that he's a meathead. I like that he's a proper centre-back. I like that he's uh, he was quite athletic at the time as well. And then when Birmingham got him, I remember thinking, shit, we should have been in that conversation. We should have been in and around there because we'd just come from the playoff final. Why are we not signing Harley Dean? And then f- five years later, after... 170 odd appearances he's now he's now a second string at a club like Birmingham and and, and, I, and I don't think he's endeared himself to the fans did anybody read any of the comments yeah F off you yeah stuff like that pretty much which I, I would say as you Fudge I've always as a as a player that you see twice a season I've always rated him really he's always mm. been the name that, that's stood out as a, a centre half that that could push on and go, you know, towards top end at Championship and probably lower end Premier League around sort of time that Birmingham got him. Um, I don't know how much they paid for him, but I imagine it a decent price for for a centre half because he, you know, highly rated at Brentford. And then yeah, you see some comments: "Happy he's gone. I'll drive him there. All this, all that." And you think, is it another one that's sort of four years too late? Which Possibly so, but you know he has got a lot of experience, and as, as Steve said in, in group earlier on, he's another option that surely can't be that bad. <laughs> worst case, worst case scenario, he's going to be covering. Worst mm-hmm. case scenario, he's going to come in, he's going to push lads in front. I, I don't think, given given if everybody was fit and firing, and uh, you know, I, I was thinking exactly the same that Simon mentioned earlier on, if we sign these two centre-halves, it points to the fact that Iorfa's not right and he's not going to be right for a while. And we don't know what's going on with Dunkley. Um, we've got Brennan, as we've said previously, that we're, I think is he's the fourth centre-half, isn't he? Um, he's the one that's going to sit on the bench and get the experience. And in a couple of years' time, he's going to step up. Um, if he comes in and is bang average for us in League One, um, as daft as it sounds, that's no bad thing. Given, given, given that we've got other options, he's going to be a better player. When you look at that goal that we've conceded for all the all the positivity around Johnson, he's going to be a better player than Marvin Johnson playing centre half. I think Hutch is is fine. Um, I think Hutch has, has been welcomed back into the team. I don't hold any have any issues with him playing over the last couple of games um, with the goals that we've conceded. I don't think he, he he's done too much wrong. Um, Hutch gets in our starting back three, doesn't he? Um, at the minute, whatever you want to say, Palmer gets in that starting back three, whether you agree with that or not in terms of is he a natural centre-half. He hasn't done enough wrong to drop him. I'm sorry, he hasn't. Um, and then you've got, as we've said, the lads that are out, plus A and other, whether that be Story, Brennan, whether it be Dean. Um, I don't think it's a bad signing at all from our point of view. Um, but again, you go back to that old cliche, one man's trash is another man's treasure, isn't it? So for whatever he's done over at Birmingham over the last year, eighteen months, he got did he not get two versions of their Player of the Year last year? Yeah, twenty twenty one. So you know, people, football fans have got really short memories, and where where is guilty as that? 
Uh, we lost Steve there for a second. Sorry, mate. Sorry, Steve. If he's good enough to get two players here, did I go? Sorry. Yeah, you went, and then all of a sudden it caught up, and then it carried on talking after I said, sorry, we've lost you. Sorry. Go again. You said football fans have got really short memories. I was saying football fans have got really short memories, and if the, if he got their player of the year or two versions of their player of the year last year, it goes to point to the fact that just like us, you know, they, it doesn't matter what team you're you support or you're following, you know, you you're, you're only two, three, four ricks, mistakes, bad games, bang average games when you've been a ten out of ten five weeks on the bounce from being a shit player. Um, I think given his for given his stats in terms of what he's done at championship level he's still a relatively good age I, I i think he should should be coming down into league one and your matty taylor's that played for oxford um your other strikers your, your vidane olivers that caused headaches against gillingham he's the kind of guy that's going to come in and he's going to mess him about into he's, he's he's not going to take any shit and no. all the all the football that we're playing like you keep saying dan he's a shit kicker so let's do it we're playing shit kicker football in a shit kicker league. It's as simple as that. Listen, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to go for a lovely week. Just literally stay and look at my face for four seconds and I'll be straight back. This meeting is being recorded. That is so weird. Who does that now? What's going on? <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll come back to it. Right, welcome back. Uh, just, I had to break there because I need a wee. And uh, we've also uh, taken Simon out of the shed, so he should sound all lovely and whatnot. Now, Simon, you were bringing up a point in Ray... The um, the awards that the uh, that Harley Dean had uh, well, well, secured. Harley Dean, there's a couple of points. Firstly, he's 30, so he's an ideal age to be a centre back. He's well experienced, but he's got 20 years ahead of him. But as Steve said about fickle supporters, he won um, Supporters Player of the Year last season. So he can't have been doing anything wrong last season, can he? So. <laughs> 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 no, no, I, I, I honestly, I genuinely thought he was a good player. I, I don't because I remember him scoring against us and scoring the winner, if I remember rightly, one, one game. Um, so you know, sure, were we not linked with him before he went to Birmingham? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we were because I, I, I remember Lord Hills tweeting about it specifically. I, I remember, I don't know why, I'm pretty sure that there was a we were linked with him, and I was gutted when Birmingham got him because uh, yeah. I, 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 there was him, and then who was the kid that uh, that Villa got? Um, Elphick, yes, was that his yeah. name? I, I, I was like, I was jealous that they got him. Benefit of retrospect, he turned out to be absolute gash, so you know, <laughs> gutted, <laughs> you know what I mean. But Harley Dean was one that I was really excited about. But anyway, let's move on. Let's uh, let's talk about upcoming who we got next. I've not looked, I've not looked. I don't Ipswich. know what Ipswich, Ipswich. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember now. They're on quite a good run. Actually. They are on quite a good run. Like is there... So, uh, go on. So? Don't care. <laughs> don't care. Form <laughs> doesn't matter against Wednesday. Form means... Form form. Me, sorry, excuse my French. Form means fuck all when, when you're playing against us. No, form means um, nothing. You, you could I've be sat at the bottom of the league, not won a game in God knows how long. Hello, we're Sheffield Wednesday. <laughs> you could have won the last five, ten games... Five five nil. Hello, Sheffield Wednesday. You you do not know when you go to an away game or a home game what the result's going to be. You cannot walk into that stadium and go. So, for example, we proper handed Plymouth their arse last week. Goes to Oxford, play like we did in the first half. We're going to win this. We lost it three two. It, it, <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> I, I can't. 
I can't put an I can't put any form on us. I can't. You don't know what team he's going to pick. You don't know. Well, we do know what formation we're going to play. Um, it, it, it's just a case of for, we'll see what happens. I saw a I saw a great tweet, and I, I thought I'm going to save this and mention it tonight if that's all right. Um, somebody, all right, Steve, mate, whatever you want, forgive me. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll find the whoever it is. Forgive me if they listen. If they listen, forgive me for not crediting you personally, but. Somebody retweeted it. I read the original tweet and it was basically a, a, a sort of a, a statement that you can say what you want about Darren Moore. You can say what you want about uh, Chan Siri, but nobody can argue that Darren Moore has not been backed by Chan Siri. He's, been, he's, he's, he's got these players. He's got decent players on paper through the door. Um, Chan Siri's given, given him everything that he needs to go and be successful in this league and he's now and I'm looking I've got the TV on in the background we're, we're if we win our game and we're going to be three points out, outside the playoffs with a lot of football to play uh, to play still we'll go above back above Plymouth on Saturday if we uh, sorry excuse me Ipswich if we play them uh, if we beat them on Saturday but the point is okay um, having given more all these players he's now got a platform to go out there and perform but with everything being equal We've now got seven games out of ten at home. I think it is in the the, the, the next ten games that we play, seven of them at home. Um, we we need to make Hillsborough a little bit of a fortress. We need to 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 sort of double down and make sure that when teams are coming in, where we're starting like we did uh, against Plymouth, like we did against Sunderland. We talked about it last week in terms of those those better sides. When I say I'm not bothered about who we play, it's because we do all right against a decent side, generally speaking. We did all right for large parts of Saturday's game. I know Simon thinks that we were shit second half. Um, perhaps we were in, 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 in retrospect. There's not been a team that's absolutely mauled us since Plymouth. That hasn't happened. You know, we, we've been frustrated with the points that we've dropped and the goals that we've conceded, but we haven't actually rolled over and died. Plymouth, yes. Forgive Sunderland. me, Sunderland as well. Um, but it's tough we're, we're it sounds, Steve. We? Well, like last season, we were rolling over and dying. Um, this yeah. season, we're waiting till we're two nil up and there's ten minutes to go before we then just roll over and die. You know what I mean? That's kind of how it goes. Now the the um... it's a fair point. <laughs> the... I think I think February gives us an ideal time because the games are going to come thick and fast. And if anything, from what I've seen with Wednesday in the past, is when we play games thick and fast, that's if we get momentum for the first couple, we will carry that on. What seems to hit us and hurt us is where we don't play. So, for example, when we miss games due to COVID and stuff like that, that's when we struggled. International breaks, we've always struggled. I'm quite looking forward to the next month because I think if we can if we can get a result on Saturday, you know, then we've got more we've got more come at home on Tuesday Tuesday night. Then we've got Burton away. You know, you, 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 the, the, if we can get the, the team firing and then just keep getting that momentum going, then I think February could be a really... Well, it's going to go one way or the other, isn't the, it? The number the, of games the, we've got. The, but, the, the um, thing about being at the, the, a lot of home games, I think we, there's only Oxford, I think, that's beat us at home this season. Hillsborough has been uh, a yeah. bit of a fortress. Yeah, we, I the, knew it was a fortress. Gillingham, <laughs> Gillingham, Lincoln, we've thrown it away and drawn. Wickham, we do. Ben, you could you could you could say throwing it away and drawing every fixture with bloody hard in the first first uh, third of the season. Now, like listen, my concern that I've got here now, February is renowned. But I tell you what, I'll give you a story. February, February payday, February payday weekend in the 
bar industry is renowned for being a big dirty weekend. You know what I mean? It's a big money weekend because people literally choke through January, paying off Christmas. So they sit there, they're all in the gym, they're all eating healthy. And then they get to February and go, fuck it, let's get rat assed. And everybody comes out and everybody feels like, you know, they're, you know, they're living that champagne lifestyle on a Lambrini budget. But I'm looking at these, um, I'm looking at February, the, the shortest month in the calendar year, the shortest month in the history of months that's ever, that's ever been. And we've got eight games. Now, given that most of our players and some of our better players have fallen by the wayside, you know, we had a well-documented um, starting 11 that didn't, you know, that didn't make it through one season. And that's when we finished their mediocre season. Is anybody else worried that our players laid, made of Lego, for example, is Sam Richardson going to be able to play eight games in four weeks? Yeah, but we've got we've got some centre backs to cover them now, haven't we? That is that why we've bought centre backs because Sam Hutchinson is made of Lego. It's going to be, isn't it? Because his legs are made out of biscuits, so yeah, yeah. It, it, it is going to be. He's going to struggle playing, like say Ipswich, then Morecambe, and then and then Burton. He's going to he's going to probably going to have to miss one of those games. Maybe maybe the well, Morecambe this, game. This is what I was going to suggest. So we've got Morecambe at home, Burton away, and then we've got Wigan, Rotherham, right? If, if I was Darren Moore, Ben, you'd agree with me. If I was Darren Moore, would you drop Hutchison for those first two games so he's back for Rotherham and Wigan? I'd drop him for the Morecambe Burton ones, yeah, definitely. Not, not the Ipswich one. You, you've got to play him against Ipswich. Oh, but, yeah, I've, I've already but, skipped past that, mate. You know but, what I mean? I'm, I'm just in February specifically now. But, but, but you know, Steve is shaking his head, but now we, we have the option of dropping him out. And if we are playing three at the back, then you've got Palmer, Dean and Storer. So, Steve, Stevie, are you of the ilk where let's just play him until he breaks? Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing. 100%. Simon made the point earlier on, I, I agree with it. Um, I, the, the worst thing that we can do at the minute is start chopping and changing. If we've got a team that's right, yeah. play, the, play the fucking team. If yeah. we've got a team that's fit and firing, play that team. If we need to run them, in, run them into the ground, sounds harsh and it sounds like I'm being, you know, but what I mean by that is, a team in form, the moment he starts going, right, we'll drop Hutch, we'll put Dean in there, or we'll put Johnson in there, we'll bring Palmer back in, we'll take Palmer from one wing back and put him in another one, or whatever the formation, uh, team selection that we've got, it's all well and good. We scrape a win and it'll be, well, we got lucky there. Or we lose a game and it'll all of a sudden it'll be, fucking hell, I don't know what he's doing, what's going on here, blah, 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 blah. The fact of the matter is, there's a lot to be said for momentum. For me... We, 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 you know, and it, historically, I know we talk about the, the, the standard of games and the standard of, of fitness that people have and what have you. We, you know, teams do well or teams can do well when they are, you know, with a small squad that's playing regularly. You don't need this big, expansive chopping and changing. We've criticised the bloke, the, the, the manager. We've criticised him for however long because he keeps dropping players, putting players back in this, that and the other. For me, if you're playing well, you keep your shirt, you carry on. You look it's at, a cliche, but that's what we need to do. You know, you're, you're absolutely right, Steve. You look at those 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 promotion winning seasons, or or where we've got into yeah. the playoffs. So Dave Jones, you know, took took a team and kept that team, same team all the way through to which point we're automatically promoted, right? We, you look at Carlos. You know, he got that team together. That run that we got off when we ended up in the playoff final. Actually, that run at the end where we're unbeaten in was it 13 games or something along those lines. The same the season, the following season, where we had that run and got into the playoffs. You know, if, if 
you're absolutely right. We keep that same. If you keep, if you get a win inside, you keep it. You know, you stop. Don't tinker. Don't tinker. Tink, tinker with it if you're halfway through a game and it's not working. You know, and 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 there there are games there. There are games there where you've got you've got your more you've got Morecambe. I'm not sure where Burton is at, but you've got Morecambe. You've got Accrington. You've got Doncaster. You know, they're the games that we've got to be winning. And the tough games, obviously, you've got you've got Wigan. You've got Rotherham. You know, that's that's going to be Christ. Rotherham a tough game. You've got Rotherham, tough game. You know, Ipswich. It, we, we need to be going in and, and getting those like the Morecams, the Burtons. Uh, Accringtons, we've got to be getting those three points out of every single one of those games. And using after that, the apathy that we mentioned, though, do you trust us? Can you trust us? No. I think I think what's going to shine through here is depth, and that's that's going to be the difference. We at Sheffield Wednesday have got compared to your Morecambe, your Accringtons, and your you know you know Johnny Come Lately's. Yeah, we've got a lot more depth than they have. Do the other teams because we? How many fixtures did we have called off for COVID? Was it one or two? Two. Two. And that's why we've got two games in hand. It looks like we're playing them in February by the looks of yeah, it. Yeah. And the other teams don't need to have that depth because they don't have as many fixtures. So this is where Darren Moore's acumen in terms of being able to manage a squad, I think is going to come into play because I think we need to, I believe we should be boxing clever. You know, I wouldn't be playing Sam Hutchinson at home to Morecambe. I wouldn't. You chuck Harley Dean in and go, yeah, kid, pick up where he left off. Crack on. That'd be it. Uh, because I'd want Hutchinson playing away at Burton and at home to Wigan and Rotherham. You know what I mean? I, I You'd have to do it. And and you're still a let song. Me ask, let me ask a question then. Would anybody be surprised if we got more points against Ipswich, Wigan and Rotherham than we did against Accrington, Burton and Morton? No, not at all. Are you still harping back to your homework in the bath that you did last week? <laughs> Is that what it is? Uh, those who didn't listen last week, Steve did some homework, who it turns out were rate good against the big sides in, in the league or the perceived big sides in this league. Um, we, but we, yeah. We've had that mentality for quite a few seasons now, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't beat the teams that we're supposed to beat. And I completely agree with you. I mean, you know, I, I sometimes I'm not a fan of squad rotation. And I agree with you, Steve, but there is an element of um, Darren Moore is damned if he does and he damned if he doesn't. Yeah. Because... Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's the issue with social media, such as Twitter. It's an absolute toilet. And you can really get sucked in. You can really get pulled into it. And then because this bloke you followed tweets a lot, you know, whoever it is, this, this make-believe man that just completely just derides everything, you'll find yourself starting to believe it as well. Negativity does breed negativity. And I think that if Darren Moore rotated the squad, what the bloody hell is he bloody doing? And then if he doesn't rotate the squad, bloody Sam Hutchinson's men arrive eaters and he's not going to play all these bloody games. There were one after the after Oxford game that after everybody was saying, oh, brilliant, he's not changed, not changed side for the first time this season. And after the game, it's, well, he's playing Marvin Johnson, Palmer, two... two, two People that aren't centre ass when he's brought Jordan Story in. Yeah, that weren't a problem six months, uh, six games ago, was it? You know yeah. what I mean? Nobody said that. You know what I mean? It's a, it's an absolute joke. Right. So, Simon, prediction, Ipswich, what are you feeling? It's a, in the terms of league position, it's a six pointer, but we do have two games in hand, but I'd rather have points on the board, as we know after last season, really. Um, games in hand mean shit all. So, what are you thinking? 3 1 Wednesday. 3 1 Wendy, Benjo. Uh, one one. Oh God, oh, 
Why do we pitch to drop? Do you remember when we used to just predict 3 0 every week? <laughs> no. <laughs> Go on, Stevie. Uh, yeah, three now. Now I, I I do think we're going to win. Um, I, I I do think for all our faults that we'll um, we are going to get some some points on the board at home. Um, I worry about the away games. I worry about um, the teams that we should be beating that we won't. But I I just feel over the, the the duration of the season we're turning up largely with a couple of exceptions. We're turning up against the big sides. Um, so I think we'll 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 be all right. I think you all need right. to make a couple of changes to the side. Personally, I think he needs there needs to be some tweaks at the back to show, to stop this leaking at the back, and I think that now is the time to play Windass from the start of the game. Now, listen, I'm going to float. I'm going to float one to you, Simon, on in terms of that because I'm starting to turn, and uh, I'm disappointed in myself because I know where we are and I know that the player we have in this position is very good, but given last season, the season before, add this one in. Is it not about bloody time? If we're not playing Kieran Westwood and we're letting him go, let's get a bloody goalkeeper, a big commanding knobhead who's going to say, mate, don't let that bounce there. It's my ball. I agree that BPF is a very good shot stopper. I, I agree. He, it, it's the bread and butter stuff, the stuff they can't teach you, the dark arts, the commanding of the area. You know, some of, some of the pathetic efforts he makes to, you know, the, the mistakes he made at the start of the season. Is it not time we got a proper keeper in or are we just happy with BPF? I think, it, I know you, you sorry, I know you posed that to Simon. I, I was going to say, I think you be careful what you wish for. Um, I agree with everything that you've said. And with hindsight, I know the circumstances around it would not necessarily lend themselves to Westwood being there. Is he, is, would Westwood in the grand scheme of things have been a better option? I don't know. Is Westwood too old? I don't know. Um, who's out there that's better than Peacock Power that we can bring in? As tough as it sounds though, Steve, you know, people always ask that when we have a manager, they go, who are you going to get? And, I, and what do I always say? No, that's, your, that's your thing. You're like, it's not my job to tell not you. It's not my fucking job. It's not my job. I wouldn't have gone out and found me. Jordan fucking uh, story and Gnarly Dean. I wouldn't have had a look at, you know what I mean? Unless I'm on <laughs> footy manager doing the scouting options, I don't give a shit. Somebody go out and get me a goalkeeper who can command think, an area. I don't think on our priorities and problems we've got, BPF is up there. I, 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 and I understand what you're saying. I understand entirely what you're saying, but I don't think if you were to look at the issues we've got, I don't think he's one of the reasons why we're leaking goals at the back. Okay. Yes, he can, he can command, he could command his, his front three, four better, but maybe that's why he's brought Hutch in. Maybe that's why Hutch is there. And there's a difference there when Hutch plays. Now, now Ben, like, you know, so what Simon says is right. I think the big problem we've got is we're conceding shit goals. So we've got two defenders in. Yeah. I don't think we have a problem scoring goals, but we've got two defenders in. So let's imagine those defenders now, Solve that defensive problem. What's our next problem? Is it the goalkeeper? Uh, the way I put it is, I'm perfectly fine with us sticking with him till the end of the season. Would I be desperate to keep him beyond that? I'd probably say no. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be thinking like we have done with loan players in in the past that have done well, be Hector or whoever people like that. I he's, not alone, like, love, he? he's not alone, love. No, I, 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 and he, he's he's a good goalkeeper. Let, let, let's get it right. We are lucky to have 
I, I do feel we're lucky to have someone of that quality in the league, in, in the division that we're in. But if if we went up or if we didn't go up, w- would I be desperate to keep him? No, I'd rather go and look at somebody that we're going to get on a three-year contract at 27, 26, 27-year-old. Um, the that he's going to be the one that that nails down the place for for four or five years, like Westwood did, like Lee Grant did years ago. Like we, you know, like Mate, I'd take Lee Grant people. now. No, I don't know. I, How I don't old is he now? Thirty-eight, thirty-nine. I'd take him. Go on, Steve. You um, I was I was just going to raise a point. I just just be careful because I, I can hear people clamouring in the background and whatever season he's having. Cameron Dawson is not the answer. I'm no, Ian. Cameron you, Dawson, Cameron Dawson no, is not the answer. No, Cameron not. Dawson isn't that. playing around the players that he that he, that give him that the the what's the the yips. You know what I mean? He's comfortable where he is. I don't think either of our nah, keepers are. Nah, you know, as daft as it sounds, I saw what Mark Crossy saw in them all them years ago that he came on and boasted about, but I tell you what, it's just not worked out from. Let's no, start no, again. No, for God's sake. For the yeah. love of for the mm-hmm. love of getting who was that? Who was that old lad? Was, I can't remember. Anyway, well, I'm going to move on. I'm going to move on. Listen, thanks a lot for joining us this evening. I've got nothing much else to talk about apart from one thing, and I'm just going to leave you with this. John Terry, stop it. The Wednesday Week Podcast. A strictly unbiased view on Sheffield Wednesday. The world's greatest football club. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxers coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later! Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.